We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome back to the program. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk, and we are broadcasting actually from the Rack Shack Barbecue Studio right here. That's where we are. That's where we are. In Egan, Minnesota, hitnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group. Dot com six one two six two seven eight thousand six one two six two seven eight thousand. Let me say that again. Six one two two three one twenty five hundred is my number. That's six five one. Six five one. Two three one twenty five hundred. That's Calvin Kamick, ladies and gentlemen. First time in the studio this month. What do you got? No, it's not. What do you got? No, I was here. I wasn't here last week because I was being rewarded for spectacular performance. Okay. Great job. Congratulations on your twenty eighteen. So, yeah. How did it turn out? It turned out great. Just got our uh, our branch, uh, got our awards. They got delivered yesterday, so for being the... Uh, got some hardware on the yeah, wall. Yeah, a little hardware for being the uh, um, number one in volume for Amic Home Loans. Nice so, work. All across the country. That's so, nice. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. You're looking tan there. Did you get a, got little, a little, sun. little altitude tan there? Get a little uh, sun when we were... Uh, did you climb up a hill? I climbed up a hill. Nice. Camelback Mountain in Phoenix, so nice. really good. Yep, it was a lot I'm of fun. familiar. Um, it's a lot of fun. So we were down there last weekend, so that was good. And uh, we're back here uh, in time for the Fed to announce that they are backing off of everything, mm-hmm. letting 2019 run. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Wonderful. This, so here we always talk about, <clears throat> and you'll always, you, you talk about a lot, Keith. You'll say they priced it in. They priced it in. So now what's interesting, rates have come down, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll talk, we'll get into that because this is the best segment of the show. So we have so much, so everybody's listening in. But there's a it's a half point. They're talking about this is a 50 basis point move from the Fed. It's not. No. They didn't move anything. It's the anticipation of the move. That was already priced that's in. no longer there. Right. That is priced in that comes back off. Right. So it's just like, it's just language, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like, we're going to do this. Everybody adjust. We're going to back off. In anticipation. And it drops. It's like, and no one moved a thing. Mm-hmm. That's So it's crazy. So I just thought it was really interesting. Um, you know, I, I just had my note, you know, half point lower than projected increase. Mm-hmm. And that is, you know, based on the outlook. Now we've seen this big uh, downturn in rates. So now we are, we're literally locking people around, you know, four and a quarter, 4.375 on 30 year fixed money where, you know, I'm, I'm working um, on some scenarios right now where, you know, they're locked or they're about to lock at 4.875, 5, 4.75. So what a swing we have in just a short amount of time. So it's pretty, it's it's neat to see. And what we're seeing, one of the things I wanted to talk about today was just, you know, when you're talking to a lender and, you know, one of the good questions to ask them is, one, are they a correspondent lender so they control the underwrite? So you Mm -hmm. under control processing, underwriting, closing, funding, right? So you, you want that. Secondly, you, it's good to find out how many investors do you have in mm-hmm. your portfolio that you can price out with? Because what you find is I in our price engine, we'll put in four and a quarter, see who's the best. And then we'll literally go 4.375, who's the best? Four and an eighth, who's the best? Four and a half. And it's not the same investor, right? So at four and an eighth, it might be XYZ company 
at four and three eighths, it's a different company. Four and a half, it's a different company, right? So I have one scenario right now where they need, they're a little bit short cash to close, mm-hmm. right? So rates have come down. Mm-hmm. So now they're, they're getting a lower rate, but we're keep still keeping it higher than where the market's at. So we're locking them at four and a half percent, 30 year fixed. And now there's a rebate. So we, we can't keep the extra money, right? right. The, the rate's the rate. We're the paid the same on every loan. So at four and a half, there's about $5,600. Well, guess what? Credit. Now we give that back to them. Mm-hmm. So it's wonderful. And, and you just have to look at every rate to see who's the best. And if you only have one or two or three investors, I was, I was competing this week. It's just comical. They literally have three investors that mm-hmm. they're, I mean, this other company right. I'm competing against. I'm like all day, right? So we will win. We'll win that battle every day. And, uh, and we're winning. I mean, what's kind of fun is, you know, we're, we compete against the credit unions, the big banks, and we're winning every deal right now um, just because I love our price structure and how we've set things up. So, so I wanted to talk about that, just make sure there's a lot of investors that they're looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, the break-even point I wanted to point out, too, is, is when you're looking at should I pay for a little bit lower rate, mm-hmm. it's interesting that, you know, when you're looking at, let's say, four and a half is par, like there's no cost, but no credit, no cost mm-hmm. or anything. Four point three seven five, a little bit of cost, but then four and a quarter, it's only like one hundred and eighty dollars more, right? So you have to have somebody that's showing you like all the, the options. One hundred and eighty in closing costs, or, yeah, or yeah. You pay for that lower okay. rate, right? So it might cost you like five hundred for that lower for that next lower rate, but mm-hmm. then to go an eighth lower is only a couple hundred bucks more. So it's really important to look at the whole thing and say, gosh, for seven hundred bucks, I can save, you know, forty one dollars a month in my payment or thirty dollars, and then we'll look at that and say, mm-hmm. okay. How long are you going to be in the property? And then as long as we can get that, you know, under three years, I kind of want to make sure under three years we're we're ahead of the game. And Mm -hmm. what we're seeing now is it's about 12 months, 18 months, two years is probably on the outside. That's kind of where we're saying, hey, we cover, you know, we're going to get back within the next 24 months, this money. So, yeah, and more than likely you're going to be there. And we're not talking yeah. about a lot of money either. No, it's so not a lot of money. if you have the lower interest rate beyond that break-even mm-hmm. point, yeah. then you're money ahead. So that was... Um, and it's not going to waste just because no. it's going to go to interest. I mean, right. And what's kind of nice is we're doing some refinance stuff now on uh, some FHAs because FHAs dropped, you know, everything dropped. So if you... If you you know bought a home in the last even couple of years and and you're saying gosh you know my rates high fours you know or low fives or right around there or maybe you had some banged up credit at least give us a call and let us take a look at it because you can do a streamline no one cares what that what's, means what's what's the uh, um, what percentage of interest rate do you need to drop before it makes sense probably half, a half, half a point? to three quarters so you if know, you're dropping depends. a half a percent yeah. going from even from five to four and a half or or four and three quarters to four and a quarter. Yeah, it makes sense four, to take yeah. a look at it. Yeah, FHA right now we're running, you know, you're running right around that four percent mark again, and mm-hmm. I think we're going to flirt. I mean, I'm great if we just stay right. Mm-hmm. If we get this low fours, mm-hmm. that's pretty neat, yeah. right? I like that. And 15 years, you know, right under right under four. That's a nice. I mean, we're in such a sweet spot financially, you know. Um, yeah, money is solid, but uh, real estate values are up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we're looking we're looking at options to buy like we had chatted about briefly earlier in the show under three hundred thousand dollars in a given suburb it's starting to become a challenge these um, entry level split level type properties that were once 230 240 250 are now mm-hmm. 280 to 325, 325 depending on the condition the uh-huh. nicer ones are up in the three and a quarter range mm-hmm. your kind of entry level job that is totally moving ready 
but isn't updated is going to yeah. be about 275, 280. Mm-hmm. So Gosh. stick yeah. a three car garage on that, and you're bumping right up. Yeah, you're right up there again. Right. So crazy. yeah, split level homes. Do you think that what? you're going to have troubles? Uh, do you think you know we always seem to have problems with appraisals in the first mm-hmm. quarter? Yeah, I had a prop. I had one last week. Did you? So how'd that go? Tell us about it. You know, the appraisal came back, and initially the sellers had the home on the market for two hundred seventy thousand bucks. It was a multiple offer situation, and we um, won that multiple offer situation going $2,000 over the asking price. We weren't mm-hmm. asking for any closing cost concessions. The house was priced as high as it could possibly be priced on the outset, so mm-hmm. we did negotiate in an appraisal clause in the event the appraisal came back lower. Uh, we wanted to have the ability to either cancel that contract or renegotiate that purchase price, and the sellers played ball with that. Uh, the appraisal came back ten grand light. Ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and typically with when an appraisal comes back, I re, I mean I'll review the appraisal, and in this case I looked at that appraisal. I said this is a legitimate appraisal. I don't see anything to argue with here. Some yeah. of the adjustments that the appraiser made maybe could you have been a little bit lighter, it. but I mean we're talking a thousand bucks here mm-hmm. or there. So you know I think the value is on the mark open market. We had a higher purchase price than ours. They just accepted ours because the net dollar amount was a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So we ended up negotiating then after the fact and coming back in and coming to a, a point that was reasonable for everybody else. And we knocked the price down a bit. Um, and we didn't have any costs associated with that. The sell, the buyers came in with a little bit more money because mm-hmm. uh, ultimately we looked at the market and said, what else is available to us out there? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. So they're moving forward. So how does that work, Kelvin, then, if you've got a loan that's fixed uh, as a percentage of, uh, of down payment amount mm-hmm. and then the appraisal is less than than uh, what the purchase agreement yep. says. You know how how do the numbers work there? I mean, if they bring cash in, they just bring additional cash. Bring additional cash because we <clears throat> lend off the appraised value or purchase price, whichever is less, right? So they they just cover the rest with cash. Okay. So their closing costs are a little bit higher. So, um, or not closing costs, but their down, payment down payments a little bit higher. So let me tell you real quick about my favorite appointment of the week. All right. Right. Best appointment of the week. Get a call. And they are distraught. They're uh, closing April 19th. None of the numbers were what was being told. They're working with a national lender. Said, hey, can we at least sit down? We heard you, you're good at just going through the whole pitch, right? Go through the whole thing. We readjust. They're maxed out on every credit card, about mm-hmm. $70,000 worth of credit card debt, right? Max out everything. Well, to sh- shorten, the quick story is taken out a 401k loan because they can use it at no interest to purchase a new home, but we're using that money to get the debt down to 40%. Credit will pop way back up. The rate goes down over about you know, from 4.875 to 4.375. We pop their credit. Their mortgage insurance goes down. Nice. Wonderful deal. And that's the, you guys always make fun of me, you which come I in like. And save the day. Well, well, you always say, oh, Rates are great. Let's have a conversation. But seriously, that's what the conversation are, gives you. That's the conversation, right? right? It's the value add. You always will press me on what's the value add. The value add is the conversation. Mm-hmm. The broader conversation that we have is worth, in this case, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Congratulations, Calvin. Six five one two three one twenty five hundred. This is Real Estate Chalk Talk. Log on to hitnergroup.com. Call us, 612-627-8000. See you next week. You've been listening to your Real Estate Chalk Talk with the Hitner Group, the leaders of the number one Coldwell Banker Burnett real estate team in Minnesota. If you want to get more when you sell and pay less when you buy, call 612-627-8000 or go online to hitnergroup.com.